Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to be talking about sports. So sports as a whole in America is worth nearly a trillion dollars, with American families spending $100 billion on sports and sports-related activities uh, last year alone. Um, so there's just no escaping the central central role that sports play in our culture. So to begin our discussion, I would like to ask you about sports and the Bible. Does the Bible say anything about sports? So the Bible uses sports as a metaphor or analogy in a number of places. Uh, Paul uses it in his letters, in particular in his letters to Timothy. Um, he uses the metaphor of running a race as well in some of his letters. And so the Bible does use it as a metaphor. I'm not sure, though, that we would say that the Bible uses sports in the way we talk about in a modern sense of sports. I don't think the Bible would talk about that directly. Okay, so it references it, but we don't have a huge amount to go off of. So trying to look at kind of extreme ends of the spectrum, would you say that Scripture... Uh, prohibits Christians from playing sports, or or on the other end, that it would require us as Christians to participate in them? So the scriptures prohibit doing anything that would be idolatrous in our life. And so if we were to make sports an idol in our life, if sports became ultimate in our life, then that would be wrong to do that. And so you don't want to, to... push sports to such a degree that it becomes ultimate, uh, more important than anything else, more important than a relationship, say a familiar relationship, or more important than your time with the Lord. Um, And so the scripture prohibits it as in an idolatrous sense, but if you just wanted to play sports just to exercise your body, then that's certainly a wonderful thing to do. And God bless you and as you participate in sports. That's helpful. So we'll we'll focus in on that participation in a minute. But first, I would say the majority of our experience with sports is watching it. So can Christians watch sports? So the same admonition would apply there. If if it becomes an idol, if you're watching the, uh, let's say, I believe as we're recording this, uh, we're actually scheduling it to go out the week of the Super Bowl, And so if the Super Bowl coming up here is your, um, it's the mecca of sports for you, and and if your team loses, you're going to be in the worst mood for the next uh, nine months until football season starts again, then that's probably a sure sign that it's an idol in your life. And so you need to to work on uh, your relationship to sports. Now, on the other hand, if you just enjoy watching sports and you enjoy seeing teams compete or individuals compete, and you appreciate the athletic um, skill that it takes to compete at that level, then there's certainly nothing wrong with watching that type of sport. Uh, That's helpful. Um, Other signs that your involvement with sports could be bordering on idolatry. So certainly the if it puts you in a bad mood or, or affects you negatively, you know, more than just for, oh, I wish he had dropped that pass or not hit that home run. Um, other just kind of flags to look out for as we engage in sports that just warning signs? So sports become a priority over 
uh, let's say your normal everyday relationships. You would rather watch the game on TV than uh, spend time with your child or you would rather uh, spend $150 or whatever it costs, I don't know what it costs to go to an NFL game, but let's, you'd rather spend uh, the money to go to, a, to an NFL game or an NBA game, what have you, uh, and you spend your money there, but when it comes time, you, know, you as a Christian, you're supposed to also be faithful in your giving to the church. Oh, I, I don't have anything but leftovers now for the church, mm -hmm. for God's work, because I've spent it all on 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 sports that's those are signs that sports is perhaps out of place that's, that's helpful so so you mentioned children so let's focus in on kids and sports so you've had four kids grow up uh, playing sports to one degree or another uh, what are your thoughts on children and sports so I think sports can be a wonderful teaching tool for our children uh, we can we can teach our children how to um, interact graciously and compassionately with others. We can teach them the importance of commitment and uh, following through on a commitment. Um, it helps give them opportunities to socialize, to meet other children that perhaps they would have would not have met otherwise. And so there are a lot of um, very good um, opportunities that exist for children who want to participate in sports. And then what about opportunities for parents? So you've coached in a number of different forms, so would you speak to just the opportunity sports gives parents in their communities? So likewise for the parents, so one of the reasons that I enjoyed coaching is I was always coaching my son or my daughter's team, and so that was just another way that I could be involved in their lives. So something that brought them joy brought me joy, and so I could be a part of that. Uh, I, don't, I would dare say I wasn't an expert in any of the sports that they participated in, but I enjoy sports, and I know enough about the sport to be able to coach it at least on a, um, you know, a rec level. Um, I've even coached high school sports before. And so I, um, it, it also, as the children get an opportunity to interact with other children, um, as an adult, you get an opportunity to interact with other parents, and so it's, it can be a wonderful thing. Gotcha. So I have uh, two children, and uh, they will be sports-aged before long. Um, I'm not that old, but even I remember the day when youth sports left Sundays and even Wednesday nights pretty much alone. Uh, that is certainly no longer the case, and I, I don't imagine that changing going forward. So let's talk children's sports and Sundays. How should we think about that potential conflict from a biblical perspective. So in your lead up to that, you mentioned Sundays and Wednesdays. Wednesdays, um, I wouldn't make such a hard, hard contrast to what I'm about to say because Wednesdays is more of a cultural day when people gather in church. There's cer certainly nothing in the Bible that commands us to meet on Wednesdays. Uh, but Sundays is the Lord's Day. And that is a day that we should be gathering together. Um, if we're Christians, we should gather together and we should lead our families to gather together on Sundays. Now, there may be times when, uh, when you're not able to gather. But again, this would be a, a, an example of what may be idolatrous in your life if you find sports regularly 
crowding out your Sunday worship experience, that you're missing missing Sunday worship with your covenant church family because uh, because you, you, you're engaging in sports on Sunday rather than church. Now again, if it's an occasional, not very often, then that's one thing, but the Bible's pretty clear that we're not to forsake our own assembling together, um, and so we need to make church a priority, the gathering of God's people a priority. And if we don't do that as parents, if we don't make the gathering of God's people a priority as parents, then it ought not to surprise us that when our children grow old enough to make their own decisions, that they don't make that a priority either in their lives. No, that, that's a, a good word and, and a helpful word. Um, so as we begin to form a distinctively Christian view of sports and approach to sports, that's going to, by nature, separate us from our non-Christian neighbors, friends, and colleagues who, who don't share that. So we've, we've kind of hinted around at this, so let's, let's begin to, to wrap up by, by focusing in on it. Uh, do you see sports as a helpful or a good vessel for evangelism? Certainly, potentially so, uh, but not any more potentially so than I would say any area of your life. Because as Christians, we wear the banner of Christ wherever we go, whether that's on the sport field or whether that's at the supermarket or whether it's in our workplace, wherever it might be, we, are, we belong to Christ. And so, um, so if you're on your high school soccer team or high school swim team or high school lacrosse team, whatever it might be, and you're a Christian, then you ought to play soccer and swim and play lacrosse to the glory of God and you ought to be unashamedly a Christian in that setting and so that you will have an opportunity then to bear witness for Christ with your classmates or your, your teammates. Um, likewise as an adult um, and the other parents on the team say why aren't why, you know why is your child missing Sunday morning uh, the Sunday morning game don't you know this is an important game you say well I would love for my child to be there but we make Sunday morning Sunday mornings a priority in our family that we go to church and so we're gonna have to miss that game and I, I hate that we have to miss it I wish the game were scheduled another time but Sunday morning is a priority and so we can bear witness then to to Christ and to our commitment to Christ by making it uh, that type of priority. Um, so does that answer your question? It, it does, and and that's been I've found it to be a helpful avenue in my own personal life. So I, I try to play tennis and and enjoy doing so when I can. And I've had a couple of opportunities to do just exactly that. Uh, a partner will say, "Hey, can you hit on a Sunday morning?" And I'll say, "No, why not?" And it just opens up that avenue. And so I'm not going out of my way. I'm not wearing a you know a Jesus shirt when I hit, or I'm not writing Bible verses on the tennis balls. But I'm using the opportunities I have with non-believers to, as you said, let the Christ shine through me and glorify God in those different ways. Um, and by His grace, some even come to church through that. And so. Um, praise God through however he uses it. So one final question to, to finish up. Uh, we, we've had a lot of good discussion, a lot of good principles brought out, um, a lot to take away. But as we st said at the beginning, um, Scripture doesn't directly address sports. And so we'll, 
I'm going to throw a phrase to you and ask if you could just help explain it and then apply it to sports um, that I think might be helpful for us. The phrase is Christian liberty. So, so what is this idea of Christian liberty and then how does Christian liberty apply to our relationship with sports? So Paul argues in 1 Corinthians that all things are lawful to him, but not all things are helpful or not all things are beneficial. And so we have liberty. There are things that we are allowed to do, but just because we're allowed to do them doesn't mean that we ought to do them. And so um, there, are, there are things that we can be a part of, but then we need to ask ourselves, is this, for example, the best use of my time? Am I using my time wisely for the Lord? Um, and so when it comes to, to sports, no different than any other area of our lives. It could be how we choose to spend our money, or it could be how we choose to spend our time watching television. Uh, we're certainly allowed to do some things, but we have to ask ourselves, is this the best use of it? Is this, is this the way I can use my time to use my talents, uh, to use my treasure in a way that is ultimately going to glorify God? And so we have liberty in that. And so we need to be careful not to, uh, you know, one brother or sister might sincerely come down on a different side of an issue than another brother or sister where there's liberty. And we need to allow for that liberty and be gracious to one another. Uh, now, on the other hand, when the Bible is clear on something, then we need to speak with clarity on that issue when the Bible is clear. But when the, where there's liberty, we need to be gracious to one another. That's well said and a good note to end on. So I thank you for your time and thank you for listening to the PHBC Pastors Podcast. If there are other subjects that you would be interested in hearing a biblical perspective and receiving pastoral insight on, we are always open to suggestions. By all means, let us know. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the PHBC Pastors Podcast.